23 years ago today, in your house, Canadian Stampede took place. And I'm going to tell you why I think the main event of that show, a 10-man tag between the Hart Foundation against Steve Austin, Ken Shamrock, Goldust and the Legion of Doom, is quite possibly my favourite tag team match of all time. This uh, storyline, this match, all came about because of the whole USA versus Canada storyline, which was pretty revolutionary, because nothing had ever really been done like that. And they've had little elements, like, since then, like, they've had, like, pro-Canada factions, like there was the Un-Americans a few, uh, back in the 2000s, I think. TNA used to have a Team Canada or anything like that, but nothing quite like this, when Bret Hart essentially turned heel in America, when he, the night after WrestleMania... 13 when he was berating the American fans, but he was like, he still wants to be a hero in Canada. And it sparked almost this fan war, but it was a great fan war. It was almost the USA versus Canada, and it was very, very unique, and it was fantastic. It really came up to this match here. Now, I, I just uh, not long got the chance to rewatch it on YouTube because the, the match itself is on YouTube. Uh, do yourself a favour if you've never watched it. Go ahead and watch it. I'm going to explain why. I th- the, the storyline was right there already. It was a fantastic storyline. What really makes this match, though, and which is is the crowd. The crowd are electric the whole way through it. It's just incredible. Anytime someone tags in and they come in and hit a move, and it's not even just stupid flippity-floppity and anything. It's like things like... Bulldog with British Bulldog would come and do his standing suplex. The crowd would go nuts. Even when the Jim Nanville Nightheart would tag in, who's who was primarily a tag team guy his whole career, never really a big singles guy, just just a, a legendary tag team wrestler. The crowd absolutely goes nuts for him. Absolutely goes nuts. And even when the lesser people, it's not just when it's Brett versus Austin in the ring, the crowd is going nuts for the lesser people. Like when Goldust's in the ring, they're giving him heat and. It's incredible, and it is. And what this match does, it's so fast-paced. Not only does it tell an incredible story, but there's not a false finish in sight. There's there's breakups of pins, like the Legion of Doom hit the Doomsday device, but there's a breakup of the pin. There's not flipping and flopping and Canadian destroyers and 55 super kicks. If you look at the move set in the match, it's pretty basic, a lot of it. It's... A lot of power moves and things like that and punches and things, but it gets the heat of the crowd. The crowd are massively into this. And there's not a stupid smarky chant in sight or anything. This is when you see the crowd. The crowds back then were just incredible. You can tell it was sort of just normal people and not complete and utter dorks that were in the wrestling crowds. These days, all you'd hear are stupid smarky chants. And not just, if you listen to the chants nowadays, it's always in the same monotone robotic expression. Just, they're just saying different things like, This is a thumb, fight forever, you deserve it. Yeah, you deserve it. That chant really means nothing, I mean, for fuck's sake. Even Nia Jack's got a you deserve it chant the night after WrestleMania when she won the title. And they quickly turned on her. So, you know, those chants mean nothing. But the crowd... Back to this. The crowd were just insane. They were absolutely brilliant. The match itself also tells some great stories. You've got as well, Austin takes one out halfway through the match. Owen has to go to the back because he hits him 
with a, a chair right in the knee. Then later on, Brett hits, um, I think Austin with a fire extinguisher, I think it was, or I can't remember what it was, something like that. So Austin has to go out, but then a few minutes later, Austin comes back, and then get, he manages to get the sharpshooter on Brett, and then Owen comes back, and then things just go absolutely crazy. You've got Austin starts fighting with the Hart brothers as well, and Owen pins Austin, funny enough, in this match. You would think Brett gets the win, but no, it was actually Owen who did. And then even after the match is over, it still keeps on going because there's the big brawl. But then the hearts are standing tall and you see the team, like the Austin's team, walking up the ramp. So you start to think, okay, match is over. The show is just about to end. And then Austin comes in hitting them with chairs and going ballistic and ends up getting arrested. And then while he's getting arrested, he's bending over, flipping the bird off. It's just amazing. What a... I, I remember loving this years back when I'd seen it, but I forgot how good this was, and I'm so glad I rewatched it. It's just an absolute phenomenal, phenomenal match, and it wasn't about fancy moves and flips and things. You had a fantastic storyline with massive larger-than-life characters. Everyone in the match was over. Uh, the crowd were incredible. They were absolutely brilliant. What you could see as well is, you could even see, even though it was almost almost 100% partisan for the Heart Foundation, you could still sort of see the odd Austin 316 sign and shirt in the crowds, which really showed how this was at the start, was just really, really heating up. And the WWF, as it was called at the time, wasn't quite hitting full stride into the Attitude Era just yet, but they were on their way, and you could see why they were on the rise and rise and rise when they were making programming must-see television like this, and you could see why their ratings are on the fall and fall and fall and fall nowadays, because you can have all your excuses about DVRs and catch-up platforms and everything like that, but you make a prob product for a niche audience which is frankly boring you're going to get record low ratings and it's not just empty arenas if any, that are causing this uh, and there you go so just my thoughts on uh, the, the 23rd anniversary of my favorite tag team match of all time the canadian stampede 10-man tag main event an absolute classic if you've never seen it get yourself on youtube do yourself a favor and watch it 40 minutes the thing lasts, if all in all, because that includes the introductions at the start and the whole melee and everything at the end. Flies by. Absolutely flies by. Another thing I note was these in-your-house shows at that time were two hours, the full events. And you have action packed like this. Those actual pay-per-views were shorter than Raw's nowadays, in which nothing happens, for, or next to nothing happens. So let that sink in. Just let that sink in. But uh, there you go then. In your house, Canadian Stampede. Fantastic characters, fantastic match, and even a fantastic crowd. You can have all the choices of wrestling to watch, but it's very easy to see why none of it's very popular nowadays. I'll take quality over quantity any day, because quality like this was the real greatest time to be a wrestling fan.